Hiya, friends. Ralph Sports Sport, Ralph Sports Sport Motors, the world's largest new used and used automobile dealership. Ralph Sports Sport Motors here in the city of Emphysema. Let's just look at the extras on this fabulous car. Wire wheel, spoke fenders, two way sneeze through, wind vents, star sun, mudguard, sponge coated, edible staring column. Am I pleased or frightened? Well, right now I don't feel too agreeable. If I made up my mind then and there that I would transcend these social constraints. Come on in, everybody. It is time for your daily dose of music gumbo here at 92.7 KOCF. Burn Ridge Community Radio, Andy Goldfinger sitting in with you on this Thursday morning. And I, I, I'm trying to contain my excitement because we got Bill Payne on the show today coming up at 11 o'clock. I can't, I can't even contain myself. And it's, it's interesting because I've known Billy for a long time. And when we spoke, uh, he was on the show, I think, in January or February. And it, the tone was decidedly different back then when we were speaking. Um, we First time we had spoke since the passing of Paul Barrere. 
and um, it, it was it was a it was kind of a, a tough conversation, at least for me. But today, oh, we're going to be celebrating the 45th anniversary of Waiting for Columbus. They're going out on tour all over the East Coast, up and down. Oh, it's going to be so much fun! And then we got other stuff regular, of course. We got new stuff from Doug Flowers Band, uh, Scott Hirsch, the Record Company, and then birthdays. We got those today. Brent Midland would have been 67 years old today, so I got a whole set of songs that Brent sings. Lee Longney. Nain from Chicago with a birthday as well. Steve Cropper with a birthday. Steve Lukather, Elvin Bishop. Oh, it's a festival of birthdays today. Charlotte Caffey of the Go-Go's also with a birthday. Let's just kick it off, shall we? Start things off. All right, so here we go. 1971, 50 years ago. This first set is going to be all albums that were released. So one of the curious ones that we're going to start with was The Doors. And this was the album they released after Jim Morrison had passed. They tried, they tried, and and the music is outstanding. And, you know, the thing you got to remember is Robbie Krieger wrote some of their most popular songs. Love Me Two Times uh, being one of them. Uh, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Anyway, the album from The Doors is called Other Voices. This is In the Eye of the Sun on 92.7 KOCF.
Oh. 
name, Trumpet. Released in October 1971. That is the Jay Giles Band, Floyd's Hotel from the Morning After. That was their second album that they had out. Chicago doing beginnings. And look at that. They even talked about Lee Lockne. Lockne, birthday today, born in 1946. That was Chicago recorded at Carnegie Hall, released in October 71. Pink Floyd, one of these days from metal. That one going out to Mark Watson. Yeah, he, is, he loved, ah, boy, that album etched in my brain. And then the doors starting things off in the eyes of the sun from other voices. And as you could tell, the music was still just outstanding. And I believe it was Robbie Krieger on the lead vocals on that particular song. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in just a moment on 92.7 KOCF. We're Fernridge Community Radio. 
And I'm going to give you a little preview, not of what they're going to have tonight, but a little Grateful Dead. Brent Medland would have been 67 years old today. We mourn his passing quite frequently. I got this first one. This first one is actually from his last show. Uh, uh, These are all songs that he sang. If you ever got to see the Grateful Dead, you know that, boy, when Brent would sing, I mean, the place would just go silent because his voice was just uh, just like angels singing. (laughs) So here we go. The Weight from his last show, 92.7 KOCF. Yeah. 
Dear Mr. Fantasy, recorded August the 23rd, 1987 at Calaveras County Fairgrounds, the Mountain Air 2, I believe it was. And that was just such an amazing show. I, I, I know I've talked about it, but it, it was truly amazing. It was Santana, David Lindley, and the Dead. And in between bands, there was an air show with announcer, and uh, it was just tremendous. Also in that set, I Will Take You Home, Just a Little Light, and We Heard the Weight, and Brent singing his part. That was his last show, July the 23rd, 1990. It's 92.7 KOCF. Got to take a quick break, and then we got a, a short set because we got Bill Payne coming up in 12 minutes. Support for KOCF is provided by the Orchid Health Fern Ridge Clinic, located next to Elmira High School. Orchid Health specializes in whole-person care for the entire family and won the 2020 Rural Health Hero of the Year Award. Medicare, Medicaid, Oregon Health Plan, and most insurances are accepted. To find out more about Orchid Health Services, their website is orchidhealth.org forward slash fernridge.html. KOCF would like to thank all of our listeners for their generous support and donations. And now KOCF has a new way for our listeners to support our fundraising efforts. With Bottle Drop Blue Bags, you can donate your refundable beverage containers to KOCF. For more information or to make a donation, email Laura at laura at kocf.org. That's L-A-U-R-A at kocf dot O-R-G. All right, let's do a number one, something from the king, uh, 1957. This is ninth number one in 18 months, folks. That's a whole lot of number one songs.
those best laid plans things. That was supposed to be Tripe Face Boogie from Waiting for Columbus, but that was actually St. Louis, 1990. 92.7 KOCF, Fernridge Community Radio. We're at Spencer Davis Group in front of that. Keep on running. And the Big E, thank you very much, Elvis Presley, with number one song, 1957, Jailhouse Rock. And, folks, I have with me, not in the studio, but on the interweb, Mr. Bill Payne, founding member and keyboardist of Little Feet. Billy, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? It's great to see you. Hey, man, I'm doing, doing all right, Andy. Thank you for having me. And that's, you know, that is that is the, the, the great thing about this is that, we get to see each other because we're doing this. We're doing this on Streamyard, so we're also broadcasting video, audio to multiple platforms. Technology can be a wonderful thing, <laughs> and yeah, it's very cool yeah. to be able to see you and actually, you know, see you and talk to you instead of just being just being on the phone. Yeah, exactly. So I got to I got to tell you a story. So my my introduction to Little Feet, I was working at Big Ben's Record Store in 1981. Came into work. And in those days, you know, we would play records throughout the throughout the store. So I came into work. I'd never heard of Little Feet. Try Facebook. He was playing from Waiting for Columbus, and my mind was blown. I, I was I was done from there. I left my shift that night with every Little Feet album that we had in stock, and was forever hooked from that moment on. And then it became my quest because you guys you guys were off after Lowell's passing. Right. So then it became my quest to find anywhere that you guys were playing, any one of you, just so I could go and see somebody from Little Feet to play. Oh, and then that was how I ended up meeting Paul in, I think, 1984, 85. He was playing with Catfish Hodge. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was how I met Paul, and him and I became amazing friends. And wow. wow. <laughs> so that's my yeah. story. <laughs> That's a great story, and thanks, thank you for sharing it with not only me but everybody out there. It's uh, it's nice to have those kind of connections with not only the music but just the thing that you know. Uh, one step leads to another. That, that old cliche, but we, we we've got these these opportunities to to see what what the landscape in, unfolds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you like yeah. little thing? What were, what were Little Feet listening to? Uh, what, how were we influenced? You know, so all those doors begin to open, right? Right, exactly. So let's let's talk about that for a second. Going back to when you guys, when you and Lowell were starting up, what what were the kinds of things that you were listening to that that drove you to to create this kind of music? It was well. It's probably best to describe the music that was in Lowell's house. <clears throat> I got there uh, to meet him, and there was this little beautiful blonde-haired girl uh, sitting cross-legged on the floor listening to Eric Satie. The door was open. I said, I'm here to see I'm Bill Payne. I'm here to see Lowell. He goes, oh, wait, he's expecting you. He'll be back in four hours. I go, <laughs> what does he do when he's not expecting you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, wandering around his little rustic house. He's got, like um, – John Coltrane, oh, right. I think was one of the members. Um, he had Muddy Waters, Alan Wolf. He had a lot of stuff, man. It was it the blues, the pointed jazz. He had uh, some, um, what was it, uh, Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Well, 
when Lowell finally arrived, we we didn't immediately like, hey, let's start a band. We we talked about everything under the sun. But, right. But we enjoyed a, a wide swath of music from country, to, to just the very things that we wound up playing as Little Feet. And we thought, well, why why limit ourselves to what we can do? Let's let's take it to the nth degree and uh, uh, let's make uh, later a couple months later when we decided we wanted to do the band or that I would come in because um, I originally wanted to meet Frank Zappa. That's why, was, <laughs> that's why I was there in L.A. I didn't want to be in L.A. But um, at any rate, yes. Yeah, so that, that's how it started. It, was, it started with this idea of, of just slowly checking each other out. What do we like? Right. So now let's let's talk a little bit about Waiting for Columbus and how, how we got here. Was Was there any thought after Paul's passing of just kind of saying, okay, we're, we're, we're kind of done. I mean, kind of the same thing when Richie passed really was there, was there thought of saying, you know, maybe, maybe it is time. Oh, I absolutely. And the, the impetus to keep going <clears throat> was the actual gigs that we were playing. I went right directly from a Doobie brothers tour it was in October, mm-hmm. and I, I was in San Antonio. I flew up to Minneapolis, and right. I said, I'm going to start singing these songs that I've never sung before. And I don't know if I can sing them or not, but I'm going to give it a go. And I did that night in Minneapolis, and a couple of people were like, well, why weren't you singing before? <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> Paul was singing these songs or, or somebody else was doing this. And I just, you know, um, look, we either take over or we don't. And and Larry Campbell, Teresa Williams were there. If I felt like I couldn't cut it, I'd hand it over to them. But I wanted to at least have a first shot at it. And, uh, right. Um, but, yeah, the music is, is the thing that drives Little Feet. It's not necessarily the members. Mm-hmm. They... Paul Barrera is enshrined in this band forever now. Right. And he's, uh, we pay homage to him every time we hit the stage. Uh, I know his family. Um, you know, it might be tougher for some people to figure out, like, does this thing ever, does this train ever stop? Right. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it does or not, but I'm one of the leading members and one of the leading songwriters in this group. And um, I don't know if it stops if we're not when I go. So we'll, we'll see. There's um, um, the thing that distinguishes um, what we're doing now from say, a, what some critics before I even having heard it, they're going to go, that's a little feet cover band. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm covering myself, I guess. I don't know. Um, it, we, when Lowell and I started this thing in 1969, that's what I was going to say. It was an elastic setup. We would do what we needed to do when we needed to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was the philosophy behind Little Feet was, do we need another horn section? Do we need to bring in another guitar player? When we did, we brought in Paul Barrera, for example, uh, two years later. Right. Uh, so, so it was, uh, we're, we're still operating from there. And, we're writing music. I've been writing with Charlie Starr from uh, Blackberry Smoke, for example. 
Yeah, so that, so that was what I was going to say. You know, it's tough to be a cover band if you're still writing new music. I mean, Rooster Rag, you know, was a phenomenal album. I, I thought that was really again when you when you talk about the 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 longevity and the the progression of Little Feet. I mean, Rooster Rag, I thought was just one of the most outstanding albums. I mean, even in your guys' vast catalog, I thought the songs were outstanding. The two that you did with Robert Hunter were were excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 there's you know and then there's the new song when all boats rise that just came out last year. So yeah. if you're if if you're still producing new music, it's tough to be a cover band of yourself. And I I, I understand what you're saying, and I know people I know people say that, but it it doesn't I don't think it meshes because if you're writing new music, then that kind of discounts that statement. Well, I think so too, Andy, and I think too that <clears throat> having lived through the saga of Little Feet. When we put out Dixie Chicken, there were people going, <clears throat> well, because the first two albums were so eclectic, and now Dixie Chicken is a little more centered. They're going, well, right. they've lost their uh, <laughs> their ability <laughs> to stand, you know. And I'm like, oh, gosh. It's like anything else. You can say hello to somebody, and they go, what do you mean, hello? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, I mean, hello. Like, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> So what what do you remember from those original Waiting for Columbus shows and recordings? Well, gosh, the a lot of things. It, they were they were wonderfully wonderful shows. The energy over in England was amazing. Um, then we hit a snag for one evening because Paul and Lowell um, got tripped up with a few. Uh, uh, I think. English downers or something. And uh, that was, <laughs> we'll be able to get to this show. I'm like praying. <laughs> Somehow we did. And uh, <laughs> we had Tower Power, the horns. And so that, that synergy that was taking place was just amazing. And when we hit Washington, D.C., uh, whatever guardrails were, were on, if they ever were with this band, were completely thrown to the sidelines, and we just went for it. And uh, the result was this iconic record, which we did overdub on. I mean, um, Richie and I, well, Richie's performance is as is. My performance was as is, with the exception of the solo on Dixie Chicken, where I edited a slightly different solo to to make it what it was. But, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great... Great album, and um, we're looking forward to to performing it next year, uh, which which will be. Uh, uh, we've known a lot of people. I mean, Fish, uh, they did a right. They did a wonderful job with it. Um, they came out of their people. hiatus to to do yeah. that. That was their that was their coming out. Their hiatus coming out was they played "Waiting for Columbus" uh, cover to cover. Now yeah. you know. Oh, Mark Gordon thanked him profusely for that. I thought it was a wonderful gesture and, and a wonderful performance from them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it was, it was humbling. Let me tell you to, to have that happen. And th- there are, there are many of us that feel waiting for Columbus is the best live recording ever put to tape or ho- however, however it was recorded. There are many of us that feel it is the best bar none of any live album ever produced. You know, a, a testament to that is when I was in the studio listening from the, the opening, you know, join the band, yeah. go back on and join the band. 
And then it goes into the, the opening for, for a fat man in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. The hair on my arms, it just was like, I mean, it was electrifying. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah, that thing was special. So what, so was it really the impetus, the 45th anniversary that you guys decided, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's let, let's us do it cover to cover. You know, uh, they, we just recently joined with some new managers in Nashville. They're called Vector. Uh, Ken Levitan is the, the chief guy there. Brian Penix is our main day-to-day guy and, and a really, really wonderful um, manager. They've got a great team there. It was Brian's idea. I don't know if it was Ken's or not, but it was Brian was the first one to mention it to me. And people over the years, uh, <clears throat> Andy, have suggested that we we do that song mm-hmm. in its entirety. And I go, eh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> why do it? But it... it with the new, uh, with Scott Sherrard, Tony Leone that are new to the group, I just felt like for the second he said, I went, you know, that's a home run. Yeah, we should do it. <clears throat> we ought to do it because <clears throat> if you're going to go up against yourself, we're always in competition with ourselves. Right. Let's go against the best we've got. And let's put it all on the line. Well, I am so looking forward to it. I have so I, I actually I got a ticket for New Orleans and one for the and one for the Ryman. Okay. So I am immensely looking forward to that and looking forward to, to coming and see you guys. Now let's talk about the the music that you're writing. So is is there going to be a new album in the works that all 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 boats rise will be on as well as some other stuff? Oh yeah, I uh, I've often said to people since we've re- restructured this thing that I don't have to personally go out and prove that I can play Dixie chicken anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, I can always sit in with a, with a, with a, with a real tribute band and do that. And we, we love those people. I mean, they, they keep our name alive and, and we're very uh, pleased and grateful that they do that. Um, but no, I've been writing, I, I wrote 20 songs with Robert Hunter. So we'll, Dig out a couple more out of that that lot. Uh, I imagine, in the scheme of things, we'll probably come up with no fewer than two albums, maybe more. Wow. Um, um, I'm out with the Doobie Brothers right now. I'm in Houston, Texas. I've got about four or five more shows with those guys, and I told them the other night uh, that this is my last tour with them. Um, I'm going to be dedicating 100% to Little Feet next year. Oh, wow. Boy, that makes my heart smile. I got to tell you. <laughs> it really does. Um, well, I did. I mean, they knew it before I did. <laughs> when you went with the big guns down in Nashville, we, we kind of thought that might happen. I said, well, I wanted to make both things work, but I was told that we were doing maybe upwards of 80 shows. We'll see. But you tag on Doobie Brothers on top of that. I mean, Look, uh, I play like I'm 20 years old, but I'm 72. I think it's time to get realistic about what's in front of me. And uh, I want to make sure that Little Feet has the best chance to do what we're going to do. And if I am fortunate enough to write a book, uh, whether I do it myself or I have some help doing it, I've been encouraged to do that by Ken Levitan and uh, and, and Vector. And uh, uh, so there's there's a lot of things that are happening for myself as well as Little Feet that require that kind of attention. So in that 
I'm taking it very seriously what I'm doing. I bet you are. So now, waiting for Columbus, you have to have horns. Which which of your horn uh, accoutrements will you guys be having? So you got the Memphis horns, you got the Texacali horns that you often use. Well, we've been using these guys up in the of the Woodstock area, and uh, uh, discussions are on. You know, we'll, we'll we're we're keeping an open mind about it because people have been offered certain dates. That they can do some they can't do and mm-hmm. um so we'll we're going to keep an open mind about it for right for right now but um when we play in jamaica in january we, we'll have uh um gosh i guess there's a uh in that ran- the ramble horn section mm, okay and they're they're steve bernstein and uh jay collins and uh oh uh, eric larson they played with you guys on the 50th, right? Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. And if we, yeah. if we can get them, that would be, that'd be great. So is there, let me ask you, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Is there a, a little feet time period that, that is kind of your favorite in a, in, I mean, you know, over, over the 50 years, is there, is there a period where you guys were out and doing stuff that was just seemed more, I don't know, electric or more, enjoyable at one time or another yeah i mean there's it's usually when you're starting something up and in this case there's two two times that that happened <clears throat> one was when we were playing in hawaii excuse me for a second I'm take a drink here. Um, <clears throat> we were going to hawaii and we brought sam clayton into the band Kenny Grady had just joined us. He said, I want to bring my partner in. <laughs> we played Diamond Head. It was, I think, the first festival at Diamond Head. There's about 30,000, 40,000 people out there in the audience. Wow. We came back to Los Angeles. We played uh, Long Beach, I believe. That was a wonderful show. But those early shows were just phenomenal for Little Feet. And that was around 72 or thereabouts. We had others following that. Another one would have been when we were making the record, um, Feats Don't Fail Me Now. We were back and uh, we just again, we split up. We got back together again in the uh, Washington, D.C., Baltimore area. Mm-hmm. That was an incredible time. And I got to say that um, for Let It Roll, those were incredible oh, yeah. times too. Uh, Craig Fuller and Paul Barrera was at the height of his, <clears throat> his prowess, his uh, well, from where I was sitting, he was just wonderful. And, uh, yeah, that was. And it was so I, I ask you, with with Craig Fuller, did, did it yeah. freak you out as much as it did me? How much he sounded like Lowell? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You know, it's funny Eddie, you bring that up because I didn't really. It, maybe it was so obvious that it was it was it slid past me, but I was literally outside the door of the rehearsal hall in LA and they're doing call, call, call. And I went, that's Lowell. Oh, wait a minute. That's Craig. That's Lowell. And I opened the door and it's Craig. I went, oh my God. I I mean, we didn't choose him for that. Uh, right. I, but that in fact is what it was. So. Yeah. I was, I was really struck by that when I, when I had first heard let it roll. I'm like, wait, no, that, 
Yeah, they have the news here, right? <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's, well, we both went through the same thing. And, you know, the, the irony of, of all of it was that was not the intention to do that. But beyond that, um, he was on a tour, one of the last tours that Little Feet did before Lowell went out on his solo tour and then went off into the sunset. Um, we, uh, he was out there with Eric Cass, so Cass Fuller. Mm. And they were, they were the last opening act for us. Uh, and, uh, you know, Robert Palmer and I talked about him coming into the band and we discussed it very briefly. Bonnie Raitt was mentioned. I don't, I don't think I talked to Bonnie about it, but, uh, uh, in both cases, they already had their careers and they had their management and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Craig Fuller was, was available and open and, uh, it was a very good call to bring him in. Yeah. The, and, and he wrote some nice, great songs too. I think two or three albums, right? He's a good, very good songwriter. And, uh, uh, he and Sean Murphy, these, these are part of the Little Feet family. They always will be. Um, at some point, I, I, I hope we can, you know, open, open those doors to, to bring people in to, to join us at a few, few gigs or something, if they're, if they're available. Right. And, um, you know, but we're bringing in Scott Sherrard, like I said, Tony Leone. Um, Scott was there the, the evening, the evening show that we played, uh, Paul had passed away that morning. Mm-hmm. And that's a hell of a baptism to go through. Yeah. Through the show. He came through like in flying colors. We we did a gig with him down in um, Jamaica uh, a few few months later. I was waiting to see how he did there. He, he played beautifully, sang beautifully. We brought him into the band. Tony Leone, we have still not played with in a room with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I played music with him, and we've done right. several long distance recordings. Uh, the one you were talking about. Earlier, uh, when all boats rise is one of them, but we did a version of Fat Man. We've done a couple mm, of things. Wow. Tony's just like he has been listening to Richie Hayward since he was twelve years old. I think he's fifty-two now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What else needs to be said? Well, I mean, I've been listening to horror, which doesn't mean I can play like him. But, um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> We, we, the first thing we tossed to Tony was a song called Long Distance Love. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very subtle drum track that Richie played that only Richie could have played. And Tony not only brought that performance into focus, but he threw in his own thing too. That's a very tough thing to do. Yeah. Wow. On a Fat Man in the Bathtub, which people will hear, I think, relatively soon. Um, I'm singing it, which is, you know, uh, wow. uh, I enjoy it, man. I mean, I, I, I'm not Lowell George. Who, who the hell is? But, <laughs> you know, you just get in there, you, you do what you do, and we have horns on it. We got Amy Helm. We have Catherine Russell, who arranged all the vocals on it. She was wonderful. Wow. I love Amy and, and, and Kat, Kat Russell. Um, but Tony, my instructions to him on the drum part were, look, I'm looking at the in my in my solo section. I want to hear Tony Williams on the on the cymbals. I want to hear Elvin um, Elvin Jones playing everybody, you know, Coltrane on up and down. And uh, I want to hear Richie Hayward. He goes, "Oh, no pressure." 
<laughs> and he delivered. He delivered. Wow. I'm not kidding. Uh, when it comes to music, look, I can be as flexible as anybody, but if it doesn't cut it, I'm not necessarily going to lay somebody up against a wall, but I'll know it's right. not, it wasn't, it wasn't hit. He hit it. And I go, yeah. man, this comes in. And so that's my big secret is that I know he's going to work like a champ and everybody else is like, well, let's see what happens when we get together. I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see these guys. The the collective look on everybody's face when we when we play in these rehearsals in November, I just cannot wait to see it. And then we'll um, do the I cannot wait. Quickly, just a couple more quick questions. I don't want to keep you too long. But you mentioned that, that Craig Fuller was one of the, the last people that opened for you guys. Was that did that help bring him in? Because when because Fred came in too and he had a long history with Little Feet from from way back. Yes. So was it was it was those two coming in kind of part of that familiarity or the history that yes. you guys? Okay. Yeah, I would say so. I think that, that it's a uh, you know you stick to people you know. Uh, mm-hmm. At least back then we did. And, right. Um, but Fred, yeah, I I, I helped bring him into a Bob Seger tour, for example. In '86, um, so so he was on that, and um, right, okay. But yeah, we just you know, Fred and I've known each other God, forever, and he's yeah, he's just rock solid. So, and yeah, to see to, to see and hear him play with he and he and Paul Barrera were yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, there that was um, that was a, quite a relationship. Definitely. You know, they, those two had a great conversation with one another, and uh, those it's it's a family basically. I mean, we yeah. we we have families, and we and within families, you you love each other, you disagree sometimes, but at the end of the day, what's the old the new adage, which is the old adage, is we have each other's backs. Yeah. Well, on that note, Billy, thank you. So much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. I look forward. Can't wait to see you guys and give you a hug. Well, I hope we can do that sooner than later. Right now in this atmosphere, we're touring in a bubble, of course. Yeah. Because of COVID. But eventually, the, the I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll, we'll hope that everything allows us to do exactly that. It'd be a pleasure to do so. Yeah. All right, Billy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks. Well, Bill Payne from Little Feet here on 92.7 KOCF. Thank you, folks, for listening. Let's go out with one. We're going to actually go out with the new one. All Boats Rise here on 92.7 KOCF. Yes,
find another pathway When almost We will shine like stars above When almost We can ride the silver skyway That day is coming soon That's the new one from Little Feet, All Boats Rise. And as you heard, there will be more new Little Feet and a new album. So excited. I tell you, I've known them guys for, for quite a number of years, and it, it, it was um, so nice to be able to talk to Lee. But I, I got to confess, I don't know why, but I was really nervous to talk to him, even though we've talked many, many times. But it's just a joy to be able to know that the feet – are going to be carrying on. Let's take a quick break. You've made your way to Music Gumbo here on 92.7 KOCF Fernridge Community Radio. All right, why don't we do some blues as we're juggling to approach the noontime hour. It's B.B. King. Why not? He's confessing the blues. B.B. King, king of the blues on 92.7 KOCF. I want you to 
And to the buffaloes who once ruled a plain Like the vultures circling beneath the dark clouds Looking for the rain Looking for the rain Just like the city that stagger on the coastline In a nation that just can't stand much more Like the forest buried beneath the highway Never had a chance to grow Never had a chance to grow And now it's winter Winter in America Yes, and all of the hills Have been killed Sent away Yeah, but the people know The people know it's winter
it's a winner. Winter in America. And all of the healers done been killed. Sit away.
Yes, with wondrous stories from Going for the One. Heard the Paul Butterfield Blues Band with the Flame, Ozo Motley with Elysian Persuasion, and Gil Scott Heron in there. And B.B. King started things off confessing the blues here on KOCF. 92.7 on the FM frequency, of course, and streaming globally across this spherical orb we call a planet Earth at KOCF.org. Welcome to all the folks tuning in from the various points of interest across the globe and beyond. Oh, yeah. I've heard, you know, Space Station gets Internet, and I've heard that that they're listening. No, really. I'll tell you what's coming up later on today here on KOCF. Fear not. We're always broadcasting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 372 days a year. But at 4 o'clock today, you got From the Northwest Corner, Music of the Grateful Dead and their family of friends. Mate the Beatles at 6, Long Strange Trip with Wally Bone at 7. Play it again with the late Jim Petty at 8 p.m. And we'll be broadcasting highlights and best of for the foreseeable future. There are five years worth of shows from JD, so he's always he always had something different. And if you ever were at our booth at the Oregon Country Fair and JD was there, hopefully you, you brought food and drink because he would have kept you. And then we got Alternative Radio at 9 and the Golden Days of Radio. Coming up at 10 p.m. Coming up right now, here on 92.7 KOCF LP Vanita, Burn Ridge Community Radio. It's time for news wraps and Eddie Almgren. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Got a new one for you Doug Flowers Band. This is Preaching, Praying, and Singing from the Brothersville album, just come out over the weekend, 92.7 KOCF. Preaching, praying, singing everywhere, shouting the praises of his love and care. All of God's children sing together there. Preaching, praying, singing down on the public square. I was a stranger there, intent upon my way. But when I saw the crowd, I had the urge to stay. I heard a welcome voice bidding me to come and share. They're preaching, praying, singing down on the public square. Preaching, praying, singing everywhere. Shouting the praises of his love and care. All of God's children sing together there. Preaching, praying, singing down on the public square. home of men the happy throng that came from far and near to praise the name and song to lay the burdens down forget their every care and have an old time meeting down on the public square preaching praying singing everywhere shouting the praises of his love and care all of god's children sing together there Preaching, praying, singing down on the public square. Now as I journey on and think back o'er the day, 
I am convinced within These folks have found their way To put their hearts in song Just praying on his prayer And leave the joy bells ringing Down on the public square Preaching, praying, singing everywhere Shouting the praises of his love and care All of God's children sing together there Preaching, praying, singing down on the public square. Preaching, praying, singing down on the public
danced so hard that your shoes fell apart and not because the floor's on fire but because it was your desire to dance all night stop the floor on fire well what have you done you better run or just keep dancing and kill everyone can't stand still
Oh, you're welcome. That's a band called The Jaunty, recorded back in April of 2016. Have you ever, the title of that one, Pat Metheny with Roof Dogs, L. King with The Baby Outlaw, and then in front of that we heard Jimi Hendrix and Stephen Stills, previously unreleased. That's from an album called Both Sides of the Sky, and he's got some cool stuff on that with other folks. That was called $20 Fine, Stephen on the vocals and uh, Jimmy on the guitar. And the Doug Flowers Band started things off with preaching, praying, singing from the new album Brothersville here on 92.5. Uh, ooh, 90. Wow, there's, that was a little flashback, brain freeze. 92.7 KOCF. I wonder if I've said that any other time. Wow, that just kind of slipped out. I mean, it's been a few years since we've, we've taken them digits. However, coming up. In a moment, yeah, it's, it's about a moment at this stage. Community calendar and climate connections here on KOCF. We're Friend Rich Community Radio, streaming globally at kocf.org. My name is Andy Goldfinger, your music consigliere, here until 2 p.m. today, broadcasting live from the Flying Eye Studios, high atop the 15th floor of the Farva Building. Well, I figure we might as well have some Beatles. I got this one. So the, if you listen to the lyrics, it, he tells a story. And and I know where Blue Jay Way is. I've been to where he talks about. It's the Beatles on 92.7 KOCF.
All right, how are we doing? <laughs> Getting a little sidetracked here. I'm not trying to figure out where we are in this process. That was The Feet, ladies and gentlemen. Romance Dance from the last record album. If you're just wandering in, Music Gumbo on this Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Gosh. Well, I had a discussion with my neighbor. Neither one of us was sure what day it was today. Wild Steed with Snakebite from Nothing Better to Do. That was the first effort with the vocals of the late Mark Whalen and the dynamic duo. Rhythm section of the Osman Boys. Terps Accords, Once Sept Bleu, Devin Gilfillian, Mercy, Mercy Me from his What's Going On album. He did just an amazing job taking on Marvin Gaye's album, recording it from cover to cover. And speaking of cover to cover, oh, I got my tickets. Uh, who's going to join me? New Orleans and Nashville for Little Feet's Waiting for Columbus. In Nashville, it's uh, St. Patty's Day. And Amy Helm is going to be opening up that show. Oh, going to be fun. And the Beatles starting things off with Blue Jay Way here on KOCF Music Gumbo. Andy Goldfinger, so glad that Angela Davis is still around. And I was going to tell you something, and boy, it just slipped right <laughs> slipped right out of my head there. But I'm sure it'll come back to me. It probably had something to do with Little Feet, I would imagine. <laughs> Hard to say. All right, Scott Hirsch, the new album is called Windless Day. The Price of Gold is the title of this one. That's 92.7 KOCF. Mm-hmm. 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 
Been in a couple of places I know a couple of things Whenever I think back in time My memory thoughts ring With that Kansas City Southern Man, that's a lonesome sound Well, I'd sit and watch those trains roll by And I'd wish that I was outward bound Hey, this is Yorma Kalkinen, and you are listening to Music Gumbo. 92.7 KOCF LP Vanita Fern Ridge Community Radio, a service of the Oregon Country Fair and streaming at KOCF.org. Something ain't right To say I'm wrong Before I give in To this premonition That you moved on Chopping a knife Twist my soul I'm helplessly hooked on
No, that's Miss Carol Emerald. The lipstick on his collar off the album Deleted Scenes from the Cutting Room Floor. New one from the record company. The album is called Play Loud. Most of the songs on it, they're pretty loud. That was Lady Lila, Yorma Kalkinen, and John Hurlbut from the first River Flows album doing Kansas City Southern. And brand new from Scott Hirsch, The Price of Gold doing Windless Day. I'm sorry, The Price of Gold from the Windless Day album here on 92.7 KOCF. Major Way to Music Gumbo. I'm not done with you just yet, but I did have to do some juggling. Well, in 1985, they put on a TV special for Carl Perkins, marking the 30th anniversary of the song Blue Suede Shoes. He was on it. Oh, yeah. I got the original right here on 92.7 KOCF. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, cat, go, but don't you step on my blue me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place, and do anything that you want to do, but uh-uh, honey, lay off of my shoes, and don't you step on my blue suede shoes, you can do anything, but lay off of my blue suede shoes. My liquor from my old fruit jar Do anything that you want to do But uh-uh, honey, lay off of them shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoes You can do anything but lay off of my blue suede shoes Right! the money, two for the show, three to get ready, now go cat dog, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes, you can do anything but half of my blue suede shoes, but it's blue, blue, blue suede shoes, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, yeah, blue, blue, blue suede shoes, baby, blue, blue.
they do. They smile in your face. All the time they wanna take your place, but backstabbers.
That's the Who with the Eminence Front. And uh, much like uh, Brent Midland, this was uh, Keith Moon's last show with the Who back in 1976, uh, 14 years earlier. Also heard Steve Lukather, who's having a birthday, 64 years old. Yeah, he's 64, not 74. Yeah, he can't be that old. Third Stone from the Sun from an album, Voodoo Crossing Tribute to Jimi Hendrix. That was Lukather. You might know him as the guitarist in Toto, as well as about 2,000 other records that he was a session guy on. OJ's also in that set, doing Backstabbers on Soul Train on this day in 72. Boy, a lot going on in this set. Elvin Bishop with a birthday, 79 years old today, doing Delta Lowdown from his most recent release, Elvin Bishop's Big Fun Trio. It came out beginning of the year, I think. All right, got to take a break, and then another excellent birthday. All right, one of my favorite guitarists celebrating a birthday today. Oh, but before I forget yet again, (laughs) because I did remember, if you missed this morning's interview with Bill Payne, I did post it up on Facebook, and, and we did video. So you can actually you can actually see us both talking to each other. It was very cool. It's been a long time since I actually did an interview with somebody face to face, even if it is remote. All these telephone ones of uh, the technology is it just was it wasn't up to what I had uh, would have liked. So, yeah, we put this one on the video. So go up to Facebook and check out Music Gumbo and you'll find it there. All right. New birthday. 80 years old today. One of my favorite guitarists, Steve Cropper of Booker T and the MGs and the Blues Brothers. He put out an album, I think this was last year. It was it's a pandemic album. It's called Fire It Up. So it might be a good time to fire one up. This is I'm not having it on ninety two point seven KOCF.
we doing? 80 years old today. One Steve Cropper. That was Booker T and the MGs with High Ride. We are the Blues Brothers, Flip Flop and Fly. Teaming up with Lucinda Williams before that. And uh, on his own, fired up the new one. All right, we're into the last stanza, and we got to hurry. Birthday for Charlotte Caffey, bass player for the Go-Go's, 66 years old today. No, 68 years old today. 53? Yeah, 68. Clothes hang a lollipop, magazine photo op. I'd rather be a pinup girl than zero
Checking in and out and in and out of rehab It ain't quite the same it used to be Well, you're just a bigger star Cause one bad Mugshot makes you much more interesting But crazy ain't original these days The world is gonna have crazy anyway Anything you can think of It's all been done before Crazy ain't original no Stay away from Twelve kids were not enough They had thirteen What everybody used to call A freak show Well now we call reality TV Surgeons do their best to look like they're still in high school. Crazy ain't original these days. The world is gonna have crazy anyway. Anything you can think of, it's all been done before. Crazy ain't original no more.
Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> Rolling on down. Knitters with the New World from Poor Little Critter in the Road. Cheryl Crow in front of that. And the Go-Go's Throw Me a Curve from the new God Bless the Go-Go's album that came out, uh, I think, beginning of the year. Charlotte Caffey, bass player, having a birthday today. I'm out of here. Stay tuned because you got from the Northwest Corner coming up at 4 o'clock. I'm back at it tomorrow at 10 a.m., folks. Be good humans out there. The pound is sinking. Vesos falling. Hawaiian shirt day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. <laughs> that was trippy. It's very difficult to comprehend.